Hey everybody, this is Daryl with Afterbus TV. I was recently looking to buy a car and thought to myself, there has to be a better way. It's such a stressful process. That's when my friend told me about a new way to buy a car. It's called TrueCar.com. At TrueCar.com, you can actually see what others pay for the car you're looking for in your area so you know when you're getting a great price. Because at TrueCar.com, you get a savings certificate and you just take that savings certificate to a TrueCar.com certified dealer so you don't need to worry about the hassle and anxiety of the old way to buy a car. And TrueCar.com users save an average of $3,000 off the MSRP. So seriously, if you're ready to buy a car, why wouldn't you go to TrueCar.com? Negotiation-free guaranteed savings, a hassle-free experience, and a true car certified dealer that is committed to a new and better way to buy a car. Come on, save time, save money, and never overpay. Visit TrueCar.com today. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network, now the largest new media platform on the web, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Justified After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Justified After Show. And welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining us for another AfterBuzz TV After Show for Justified Season 5, Episode 11, The Toll. I'm John Comerford, and I'm joined in the studio by Tamara Bird. Hey, everybody. Steve Bottomley. Hello there. Matt Lieberman. Hey, hey, hey. And a very special guest star, Emmy-nominated Dave Blass. Hello. All right, this week's episode, we have Rachel getting a promotion, Ava making some new friends, Boyd taking up smoking, and Picker busting a gut. (laughs) (laughs) So let's start with there we can. I mean, how else can we? I mean, last week we started with uh, Danny meeting his maker. Wasting himself (laughs) on his own petard. Thank you, Tamara. Uh So let's start with this. Picker. (laughs) Busting a gut, as you say. So I, I didn't see any of it coming. I, I mean, I knew the cigarettes had something to do with it. I go, okay, the cigarettes. Okay, what's, what are they going to do with the cigarettes? I was having a little bit of echo of Breaking Bad. You know, is this what's the cigarette going to remember the uh-huh. rice and cigarette sure. from yeah, Breaking yeah, Bad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, wondering if that was going to have something to do with it, forgetting completely that Boyd is an explosives expert. And I, Yeah, and I thought because last week they made a point of uh, Ava taking Judith's cigarette and having a little puff yes. at the end there. I'm going, are they trying to make some sort of connection there? And I, that's where I was going with it, right. just because they made a point of that last week. But, but Matt, no. you probably saw it coming. I didn't see it coming that way. I mean, I knew that, I knew that, um, I was definitely shocked when it blew up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But watching it again, you see him toying. It's all there. With the, uh, with the detonator or with the Emulex. Yeah, he's playing with he's it. playing with when it. When Jimmy in, and in the, the bar. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. When they come in. And uh, it was just a really expertly delivered death, and 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 it was. It was. No, I, I mean, mean, I'm sure Steve was over the moon with the blood and guts. <laughs> yes. Nicely done. He's just and me watching like I, this. I, you know, it was. They were not giving it to us, and when they finally did, it's like, well, we're gonna blow someone up. Yeah. By the way, Dave, were you on set that when the? Oh yeah, you were. <laughs> okay. You didn't see all the blood. There was so much. Oh blood. my yeah. gosh. It was like this. There was blood on the ceiling. There was blood thirty feet away. There was. Yeah. Oh, oh there was just. Just soaking pools of goo. Which, yeah. so that was, that was <laughs> the only thing I'm going. 
well, how did Boyd escape getting a drop on oh. him? Everybody else gets blood, but no, he's prestige. Well, he's Boyd. That is <laughs> I, that's what yeah. I thought. I go, can't mess with the hair, man. Yeah. Well, the, it, initially we had talked about something like he dies behind the That's yeah. why the chairs were overly big. It was like, okay, well, how yeah. did – and it's like – no, he's just boy. He's just boy. Yeah, he's just I was thinking that Tough that's line. why he was looking at the magazines. I thought at the last Megan he was going to go. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. No, his teeth no. are so so shiny they just <laughs> repel. That's what it was. All grossness. And, and, and as I, I, we actually shot this uh, episode first, and then last week's episode we shot afterwards, so it went from this bloody, gooey mess with this and the other blood scene that you have later uh-huh. on. And then we had to clean it all up, and then go back you know, oh, and man. clean it all up, make it perfect, and then go back to the go blood. Back. And again, the blood and for next episode. Yeah, so it's just wow. blood, blood, and it's it's it, the, the joys of working in my industry. <laughs> a lot right? of blood, all right, right a lot there. of clean, like, up, clean up, up on aisle six, blood. So you <laughs> did, what do you get like CSI people to clean it all up? I mean, who do you? <laughs> well, we have we, we have blood discussions, blood. and you know which union discussion. It's like, well, if it's on the wardrobe, then the wardrobe department's on the face, it's makeup <laughs> on. The, on the on the floor, it's the flooring guys, and you know it's like. So you had yeah, all departments on yeah, this one. Yeah, you converge at once, uh-huh. to, you know, and then then you also hope you only blood wrangler. You only do one take, so yeah. yeah. And, and I assume it was one. Yes, take. Yes, we, we we were one take, uh-huh. Charlie, on this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What what I love just as much as the death, and don't get me wrong, I love the picker's dead, if only because like he's different from everybody else. I want yeah. I want the shit kickers. I don't want the de- the Detroit hard nose. Yeah. Also, remember he was the guy who really knows about Raylan on the tarmac. Right. right. So we needed him dead. With Augustine. We did. Nikki Augustine. For, with Nikki Augustine, exactly. Story's sake. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I love this uh, introduction to Catherine Hale. We mm-hmm. get a lot of her in this episode, or at least way more than we've had previously. And that, you know, Boyd walks into this with a plan, but also knowing how dire the situation is. Yeah. He knows that he's walking into a trap. He has, uh, he has Jimmy the Boy's. Uh, bury all the heroin in a place that he can't even find it as his insurance policy. It's setting up something larger. We only have two episodes left, Mm -hmm. and now this heroin is the key key element that's tying all these people together. Like, we've had this whole plot all season long. We didn't really know what shape it was going to take. Mm -hmm. We've spent all this time bringing this heroin to Harlan, and now that it's here, it's a major bargaining chip, and we have all these different players getting after it. Yeah. Well, somebody's losing a cleaning deposit. That's true. <laughs> in the hotel, I'm it's, just saying. Probably win. So oh, what, they don't want smoking. How do they feel about bloodletting? Yeah, yeah. or explosions. 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 Yeah. How do you order a non-explosion room? Catherine Hale has a plan. Mike, lock the door. Mike, yeah. Yeah. Mike lock <laughs> yeah. the door. I thought it was great. So Boyd has makes the offer of half of my half. Half of my half. Mm-hmm. And Which is that's going off of Dewey's. I've got half of your. I've got all your half. And anyway. Yeah. Go ahead, Tanner. So, so we're, you know, that's that's where it's sitting now, yeah. and there's a decision to be made. But you know, one thing I wanted to talk about, which I was actually reading on the message boards somewhere, um, that there were people who actually. So we have the first scene where Boyd's getting ready to smoke a cigarette, and yeah. the marshals come in, right? Right. And then you're talking about in the hotel room for those. It, who, thank you. Okay. Yeah. So then we go to the marshal's office. There are things that happen, and mm. then we come back to the same hotel room, right. and Boyd gets ready to smoke a cigarette again. Yes. There were people who thought that 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 was like a repeat scene or that that mm-hmm. they were confused that Cause he's one scene happened right and things happened because they're all wearing the same clothes right. he's doing mm-hmm. the same thing they're having the they same discussion they get in well yeah. it, the, the the funny thing is when when they shot the scene with the marshals coming in one of the extras who had the battering ram mm-hmm. a little bit too excited about Ooh. the scene and everything oh. literally first take 
slams the battering ram right through the door. <laughs> so it's like the the door. It's like it just explodes, and uh-huh. it's like uh, everyone and it like gets stuck, and it was everyone's like, okay. Uh, He's like, fired. Yeah, and we're like, well, we don't have a take two on the door. It was supposed to be just boom, and so we had to steal a door from like that was mm-hmm. across the hallway and and put some contact paper up so you don't yeah. see it. But it was like, and, I, and of course we shot that first. So when they yeah. come back, it's like we couldn't have this big the hole, door. the hole in the door. But mm-hmm. the things you don't think about. Yeah, right. you, you, yeah. you guys are so having you, door issues. Yeah, you yeah. Ha- oh. especially since it's out of sequence. So now you need another door and, for two more episodes. Right. Exactly, and then you see if you saw it the next time on. Um, uh, Daryl comes busting through the same right. door, and Mike's <laughs> on the ground, and mm-hmm. that, w- that was actually. Uh, it's it's different when you have you need you know you need to have cars and extra cars. You yeah. don't think you have to have extra well, doors. doors. And it's like what what is the blood going to get on, and where you know yeah. it's, you know. Yeah. It's like, now, did they did they wire pick her up with a squib, or or did they just you know was it just a dummy? Or it, it, dummy. it was it was a dummy. It was yeah. a, it was a big. Uh, and was the head an actual uh, uh, foam head, model? or was that CG? Uh, there was C- there was some CG and everything. Okay. Uh, John Avnet, the director, had yes. like a very concrete vision. There was at one point, which is why one of the reasons the couches are so kind of chunky, uh-huh. was the idea to have the actor actually in the couch and like Whoa. to hollow it out. Oh, and then his head have Yeah. And, wow. But we didn't end up doing that. It was going to be like too much of a thing. And they're like, CG people are like, yeah, no, no, we'll just put a CG body there and in the same spot and we'll lock it off and then you know, uh-huh. it's it's a pretty easy comment. Map his face. Yeah. And is, is, are there discussions about, um, like, okay, so how far can we go with blowing a guy up? I mean, can we have him, like, still alive a little bit, or does he have to die right away? Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, it's like, how gory can we get? What are yeah. we going to see? Yeah. And then what and what do you need to see? And then yeah. and then how do you uh, do you do it? And and that's – it's always a discussion. But we don't run into as much with, with FX in terms of yeah. what can you – you know, how gory are you going to get? I mean, you know, I think we're – we're pretty easy on that in terms of mm-hmm. you know now sex uh, violence and and, uh, and language is is pretty uh, well you have you, know, you yeah. have you have the disclaimer yeah, yeah. And it's like so it's, there it's, you go exactly so yeah. that's all you need mm-hmm. but ma- many blood discussions <laughs> how many takes are we gonna do how many you, know? you have a blood yeah. flow chart. <laughs> So yeah. do you guys have like a blood uh, blood bank that you have to go to? I mean, do you guys have uh, a lot of extra blood? Oh, oh yeah, no, we, we got to make it up, and you know, depending on you know the the deal and who's putting it down and you blowing it up or pools of it or, uh-huh. or you know what is it a secret is it recipe or is it just a carrot syrup? With the... Believe it or not, there's like six different kinds of blood. There's the coagulated blood. There's yeah. the flowing blood. There's the wow. you know, spray all, blood. Exactly, and there it all does different things. Okay, and this is kind of a nerdy question, but it stains, doesn't it? Yes, it does. So you get, and we always say the, the effects are get the non-staining blood, but there's really not it's, <laughs> no, less staining. Yeah, then. so it's like you, you know, you. You know, it's fifty-fifty depending depending on when you do it and if you can get it off. But uh, yeah, it's and really how quick people run and start cleaning up. Exactly. Right. So, so then you have furniture. this this bloody room because you shot this before yeah. last episode, mm-hmm. and then you tear the whole thing down. Yeah, you make so it clean. We re-wallpapered it, took out the floor, and redid the ceilings, redid the God. you know stuff. I mean, the blood just got everywhere, and then you know, <laughs> and then of course we come back for next week when. You know, we get the. the it's mm-hmm. like okay, we're back in the hotel room, and it's like oh, okay, so it's bloody. Well, and you'll see, it's kind of bloody. Okay, <laughs> Mike, Mike's been busy. <laughs> He's doing <laughs> so funny. poor Mike. Yes, do all the cleaning. Putting the club soda on yeah. the carpet. You know, you, yeah. Kudos to the actors for not like just <laughs> flinching the whole time, <laughs> right? Yeah. For the squibs. Oh uh, yeah, no, I'm acting. Uh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was great, though. I have to say, because I, I completely forgot that Boyd was a explosives yeah, guy. And I said, yeah. right, of course. When's the not? last yeah. time he said fire know, in the hole? Exactly. Yeah. Long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, you know what? The fire I in the belly. A, he's, when he clicked, I'm going, oh, he's he's getting evidence. Yes. <laughs> that's, he's, yeah, because that's his way. Yeah. He's got a camera. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, I loved the expression on Win Duffy's face after the explosive yeah. goes off. Because, like, it's so funny. When you meet him, he's so utterly formidable and psychotic. Yeah. And every season, he just gets torn down just a little more. Like, after Harlan Roulette, he's yeah. just a guy now. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got a little bit when he was, like, shooting that guy with the BB gun. Mm-hmm. But, like, he's just stunned at how far he's fallen. Yeah. Granted, in the first season when we met him, he was just, like, you know... A low life in in servitude to the Kentucky, uh, the Dixie Mafia, right. but he had his pride at least. Now there's not even any pride. Uh, well, I'm, what I want to talk about right now is okay. What did the explosion do? Obviously, it got rid of Picker, but you know, and and they made the selection be- between them a lot easier. But now Catherine sees who. Oh, this is who you're dealing with. Now mm-hmm. will, will Catherine think this is a good thing? Because they, if you should definitely go into business. If this guy's willing to blow somebody up in front of us, yeah, that's the guy you want to be in business with. I don't think we'll that's do the, the exact first opposite. thought that you have. No, no, it, not. of course not. I'm saying what is the result of this? How is Catherine going to take this information now? Well, yeah, I think... I think a, the first result is, oh, my God, how am I going to get this stuff off my dress? Well, and, and they, they did talk a lot about her husband. Right. And, and how ruthless and horrible this guy was. So. And that essentially she's worse than right. he is. Right. So there's got to be some respect now for boy. Like, damn. Right. <laughs> you're, you're, you can, you're about as good as my husband was. Uh, I think she's going to respect him. I think she, she sat there and said, uh, I'm here to decide whether we kill you. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And he just smiled through it. So, yeah, I think well, he played his normal, hand well. That is normal foreplay talk for these people. True. Really? Seriously? Yeah. I mean, they're testing each other all the time, trying to let them know that we're very serious, but we're going to per- perform or, you know, bring it off in a way that is polite yeah. and, you know. I thought like it was when, a conversation very charming. Right? Yeah, when Wynn and Catherine got together for the first time last episode... And she was like, how do you know that I wasn't just going to stick an ice pick in you now? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, charming as ever. You know, like, that's that's just who they are. It's, it's, all, it's all a big front. It's all a big game. The fact is, he is a more violent, dare I say, explosive player than they, uh, they were thinking about. He's very disruptive. It's not going to make Wynn want to work with him more, but it does prove that he's not going to be the easiest person to dispose of. Right. And that he can do a lot of damage on the way down if they if they intend to go after him. When he's got a relatively solid plan, mm-hmm. it's hidden in a place where I don't know. I'm offering you half of it. Mm-hmm. You know, without me, you have none. Mm-hmm. Of well, course, is, that's not how it's going to go, but that's but what his plan is. But it's only a quarter of the original mm-hmm. amount. So, right. you know, what Wynn is saying is true. Like, half does not make a whole, mm-hmm. you know. What I love about his interaction with Catherine, Boyd's interaction, is uh, the moment when he realizes who she is. Mm -hmm. And he talks about uh, seeing her picture in the paper when her husband was on trial. And it's like it is and isn't a compliment depending on who Catherine, you know, really is. He's like, that's the woman you have on your arm when you're a real gangster. And that could be taken as an insult. But I think, honestly, there's a nice, bold streak of pride across her face. That really intrigues me because we have this scene later uh, with Vasquez where she says during the trial, Vasquez tried to paint her as even worse than her husband. Right. Which, you know, begs the question, 
how worse is she? Right. Which, which is obviously we don't know. We will find out. Yeah. But I thought that was the most interesting scene between, well, for Catherine anyway. The Vasquez oh, and Catherine yeah. scene, yes. Yeah. Rachel knew about her, but nobody else knew about her. Right. Because everyone's so new. Yeah. And I love that Rachel knew. She was, it was not going to get by her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I was, I was listening to that and kind of taking like, you're a has-been. You know, you're, you're, you're yeah. not, you're, you're, you're old. yesterday's news. You're yesterday's news. You know, young people don't even know you anymore. I mean, there seemed to be an undercurrent. There's a little bit irrelevant. of that in there. That's good. Yeah. Right. You're, you are irrelevant. Yeah. yeah. But her level of calm in that situation and the way mm. she's smiling as they're saying that leads me to believe she's not, she's not just sitting on her hands. I think the fact that, you know, she's out of the limelight, but is probably doing a whole hell of a lot. Yeah. Uh, makes her even prouder that she's kept her profile. Well, yeah, well, the profile that she presented so far is that she's just a country grandma. Country grandma. Yeah, but she, she sure seemed to be enjoying the meeting and being back in the game. Oh, of course. So there's a it's a thrill. It's electric. It's a, it, boogie woogie woogie. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say that with a straight face? Maybe yeah, you it's did. not. No. Oh, wow, <laughs> Tamara. Wow. It I feel was so you much closer to you. <laughs> Do you know if there's going to be an episode titled Boogie Woogie Woogie? I can yeah. suggest it. I mean, the writers are very open to. Uh, yeah. 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 Maybe it can take so, place in like a, a roller disco. Uh, since we were just talking about um, Catherine, what was it like when she came on set? Um, Mary Steenburgen. Oh, she's she's a phenomenal actress. I mean, uh-huh. it's just you know, and she's kind of an icon. So, but yeah. but oh, that's yeah. that's what it's like. At, you know, every week on yeah, Justified, and whether it's. Uh, you know, um, Eric Roberts or um, Mary coming on. It's like the quality of actors mm-hmm. is just amazing. But I, I think she came in right in the middle of all this. Oh, we're shooting this episode before this episode. It's mm-hmm. in seven oh, days. And, we, and then, uh, you know, just the, her schedule was tight. So it was a lot of this moving around. And it's like, mm-hmm. hi, welcome to our insanity. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, so, so can we talk about the shooting out of sequence? And the, yes. The... And then we'll get into the bottom thing. Go ahead. No, that. That that's what I wanted to get okay. into. Was the bottom uh, well, they shot this. You shot this out of sequence. So you shot this tenth episode. Uh, well, you shot the eleventh episode prior to shooting the tenth episode. Correct. And there was the reason for that was the Jean Baptiste thing mostly, or was it just scheduling? No, I think it was a combination of scheduling and uh, obviously we saw from the script uh, it was a phenomenal episode. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was uh, at the point that they wanted it, or mm-hmm. you know, it, uh, you know, I'm here on the totem pole. Yeah, and the, there so are a whole it, host it, of reasons. Yeah, the, the, it's a combination mm-hmm. of, a, of a lot of things, mm-hmm. but I think uh, you know the actor availability is is always an issue, but. Um, or the script isn't, you know, where do they want it to be? And I think that a lot of that has to... And I've, I've read that you, every season they've had to do that in some fashion for one reason or another. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh, season three, I think, was the most challenging because uh, Walton Goggins had been cast by Steven Spielberg in Lincoln. Right. So we had to shoot the first four episodes of his footage oh, wow. out of sequence. Oh, so wow. That he, so he basically shot all of his stuff and then was gone for... Mm-hmm four weeks to go do Lincoln and then we were like grabbing bits and pieces and that was Boyd at the prison and a lot of you know that's when Boyd goes into the prison with uh-huh. uh, Dickie and, mm-hmm. and a lot of that stuff so that was a, a so uh, that's it's already hard enough to shoot uh, you know an episode mm-hmm. a week or whatever so th- that just takes massive organization or do you just do a lot of pre-planning or a lot just... yeah a lot of organization a lot of pre-planning a lot of I mean it's not if we, if you have the scripts in advance, right. that that's it's it's easier. But a lot of times on Justified, um, and you're you know, collaborating as you do it. Yeah, exactly. And well, we had a big uh, event uh, for the Emmys the other night, and the 
the casters up there talking with, and it's really it's that much of a collaboration deal where yeah. you know the actors bring their ideas to the writers. I mean, uh, you know, last week's episode had the the um, the whole thing with the with the ditch, we- and, and that was Tim Oliphant's idea from the get go. Wow. And he said, you know, when he saw that they had a dog, he's like, well. Obviously, you know, we're going to do my thing because the only reason we have a dog is so that we can kill the dog, dig a ditch, and have the guy fall into the ditch. <laughs> and that's, you know, and, and but it's that kind of collaboration. And then once, you know, in big scenes like this, it's like mm-hmm. we're blowing up a major actor. And, and then you're, how are you doing? And how, you know, how's it all going to pan out? I mean, you know, Mike got killed in season two. I mean, he's, you know, every day he comes in, he's like, yeah, I'm just happy to live another day. Because <laughs> he's like, you know, I was supposed to. I was supposed to, you know, come in and do one episode and then die. And right. I think been on twenty six episodes or something. Wow, nice, yeah. good like for him, Jesse man. Yeah. So it's so tell us what a bottle episode is. Uh, in TV terms, it's kind of a budget saving mm. thing to, to condense because a lot of going out on location and doing a bunch of things costs a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a bottle episode, is, and you'll see it in pretty much every show. It's kind of that more confined thing where you use a lot of just regular cast. And it tends to be in the main in the the main sets a lot. So uh, season one, our big bottle episode was the hostage uh, mm-hmm. situation in Joss, um, where we, where the guy took the hostage and right right and the asked for to have the chicken brought in and all that. No right. So, yeah, so yeah. this was our bottle episode, but it's you know unjustified. It's like our bottle's big and it has holes in it. And, <laughs> um, so pre- I would say about ninety percent of what you see in this episode was built on stage. So mm-hmm. everything from the hospital. To uh, you know, Allison's apartment. To uh, you know, obviously Audrey's mm-hmm. and, and Johnny's bar. And uh, I'm trying to think, what else was in? Yeah, you know, no the exteriors at all. This one, no. Did we? And right. the only thing I, we had one day uh, off stage where we went down to the to the jail and the jail. St- we shot the uh, the jail stuff down there, mm-hmm. but uh, everything you, you built the uh, the hospital. The hospital, yeah, yeah. Wow. So, crazy. which is funny because we built the hospital that you see early in the season uh, in the second or. Th- where, the Paxton's in, so we built that whole hospital and that yeah. the the stairway that they have the Boyd has, so that we had built that, and then that we turned that into something else. It was uh-huh. like the Child Protective Services, or so it's like we here we have hospital that gets turned into something else. Yeah. Yeah, do we have that hospital still, or that old the old nursing home with what's yeah. his name? Can we use any of that? Yeah, exactly. Or or you know, literally there was the gun range scene, uh, and they're like, oh, wait, I thought we had a gun range. I'm like. From season two, really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, there's a box over there with pixie dust that I sprinkle yeah, on it. Yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll and a gun range pops out. Exactly. See, that's what happens when you do your job really well. Uh-huh. Exactly. So you do perform you make miracles magic and, and they, they just think you can. Mm-hmm. So, but um, no, the, the, you know, the hospital was uh, was a good challenge. And, you know, what I, what I love, uh, John Abnett is one of my favorite directors to yeah. work with um, because not only is he so talented, but he, you know, if I if you give him a big set, he'll show the set. So yeah, the, that's what I the noticed. Great, great thing, great in the, tracking shot yeah. with railing coming down the hallway, tracking right. And people are like, yeah. wait, you built that? I'm like, yeah, that's a great, that's a great yeah. thing. And John always does that. And you know, he'll actually call me. Hey, Dave, Gabe, come. Uh, I think he's calling me to set to yell at me. He's like, I just want to so you can see that we're doing the you shot, covering and, it, well. yeah. honoring yeah. your yeah. work. I, I exactly. was talking to Tamara before we went up, and I said, yeah. you know, they covered this really. And I didn't really pay attention to the directed or anything yeah. until. I, and then I went back and I went, oh. Oh, yeah, see. that's why I'm blown away that you built that because of those shots because it was so big. It felt I, I, expansive. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it, basically, what I had done is I did built the whole thing in a 3D model in the computer mm-hmm. and then kind of showed it to him. It's like here, you know, the scene with Raylan coming walking down and, and so that you walk into the nurses' station and then you have arts room that you can see in the background. So mm-hmm. it all kind of flows one into the other. And you know, it's like okay, well, great. That's how we'll. That's okay. that's how, how long does it take you to build something like that? 
Uh, well, we shoot we shoot uh, episodes in seven days, so we have to build do everything within seven days. How big a crew do you have to do that? A lot. Um, yeah. Probably uh, total about. 35, 40 people Jeez. between, you know, set dressers you and You guys painters. all like get together and but go, hey, I want to add a room over the weekend. This <laughs> episode shot in six days. Um, That's what I was read. Yeah, it was like a funky six days. A I funky think, six days. You well, know, because it's like... Part of the cost of cutting. Yeah, right. exactly. It's like yeah. six days, but you're piggybacking one of the days on, you know, top of on the other. But oh, okay. So. As a result, the whole episode from, from script to just how, how it came out as a finished product, it feels very intimate. It's mm-hmm. a quieter story, mm-hmm. especially considering what happens in the episode. That right. We have right. this, you know, this tragic shooting that throws everything into, uh, into chaos along with this explosion. But it's, it's a very contained, sp- contained quieter story setting up a larger conflict for the mm-hmm. rest of the season. Which I, I can't believe. We have only two episodes left. I can't imagine how we're going to get all of this resolved. I, I imagine that we're not going to get right. No, it'll probably yeah, set not. up the final season, yeah. too. Right. So they're going to leave some things unresolved. Yeah. I'm guessing. I mean, let's face it. Uh, Catherine but there alone. will be blood. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there will be blood. Hey, when you do a bottle episode like this, is it a different feel on the set? Is everyone, like, are they a little bit more, I don't know, relaxed or just kind of like, hey, we're kind of staying at home? In different departments, it's different things. So it's yeah. like for my department, they're like, oh, wait, how many we, – huh? we have to build a hospital. We have to build this. We have to, but for the rest yeah. of production, they're like, okay, well, it's all existing stuff. It's all here, and, and it makes it a lot easier uh, for them. And it's, you know, uh, the transportation people, they park the trucks, they you know, and they sit there, and it's all good. Mm. Um, so it, 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 you know, it's a, it depends. Yeah, it, it depends. But you know, it, it's it, it's trade offs because you have your big episodes, um, and yeah. the, you know the the next two episodes are, are pretty huge. Or, I would imagine. Yeah, and you're like, okay, too. well, um, you have those, but it's the trade offs. So, I, but I think that the, you know this is a is a good trade off, and mm. you know, obviously, uh, you know, art's still in the hospital, so mm. you know, we can, you know, and even as the designer, when you're getting the scripts, and you're like, okay, well, should we take the hospital down to it? And I'm like, well. You, Art still in the hospital, mm-hmm. so let's keep the hospital. Because I'm yeah. gonna, I guess that he ain't gonna get out of the hospital, and you know, anytime in the next week. So we're gonna have to go back and visit him. We're gonna have to, you know, probably go back to the hospital rooms. So let's. Are, I don't know if you can answer this, and it's okay if you can't. But are we? Gonna, we're not gonna do a big time jump over the next two episodes, are we? Uh, I, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. And how long this whole season in how long, how much time has passed during this season? Does, oh, has anybody figured that out? No, I, you know, I, I know that the writers have a, a sense of it. And mm-hmm. um, I want to say like six months would be a, oh, okay. some, a, was oh. what Erica was saying. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then because I, I think we had a discussion at one point with, uh, you know, the baby and when, right. you know, is there there's a baby age or what's, yeah. what's that or, uh, there was some other thing that we were uh, that we were talking about. Uh, well, Leslie was talking about it in the car with Raylan when she was talking about the first six months uh, and you know cabin mm-hmm. fever and all that. So right. that to me gave me the timetable that they're talking about six months. Yeah, roughly. but it feels so much more compressed than that. it does. Yeah. Well, it does. I don't imagine it's a full six months. It's probably three to four. Right. right. Yeah, but a lot of times you know you, you sit there and, you, and what you don't see is there's a lot of the logistics of oh well it's this scene to that scene, but it's like well no actually. Raylan gets out of the bar and says, okay, uh, you know, I need a flight to Memphis. Right. Or, or he, he actually said it. He said, just get me on a flight. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, well, he's got to go from Kentucky to Memphis. And it's just, mm-hmm. okay, that's a day. And then, the, you know, from Kentucky to 
down to Mexico and all that yeah. business. It's oh, like right. just, you know. And they drove back. Yeah, and, yeah. and it's like and they drove down and drove back and all this, you know, it's like you're not going to. So it's like there's where, okay. you, know, you know, and then That's it's like the they, they. And there was like a whole big chunk of time between the uh, the trial at the beginning of the season right. where Before Dewey they, gets all of his mm-hmm, money mm-hmm. Uh, and when he buys Audrey's and then when and when Daryl yeah, and Danny right. come up and all that other yeah. stuff so that's so. a whole process yeah and then you know even the, the Ava stuff is like you know yeah. it, even though it, we're, it's compressed logistics of, of uh, criminal justice it's like she's going from one prison to another and she's getting reassigned doing all this stuff and it's like she's in solitary for yeah. you know and it's like all that stuff takes uh, you know a certain chunk of, of change so mm-hmm. I think uh, you know, the, I, someone else will probably have a better idea, but I think it's something about six months. Mm-hmm. Got it. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about Ava. All right, shall we jump in? The, what? the new queen bee. <laughs> yeah. The yes. queen pin. Yes. There's right. a new bitch on the block. <laughs> She's the HBIC. That's it. Head bitch in charge. Where you go to get ice cream? That's exactly. for exactly. She got the chocolate sauce. She got the caramel sauce. And she the strawberry. And the strawberry. Again, yeah. another shot that was great in that prison cafeteria scene. We had a nice jib shot yes. coming down, and everything covered that nicely. That was great. And as it was happening, whoa. whoa. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Thank you. So, but nerve-wracking, right? Oh, She's yeah. there with Penny. I mean, I loved that scene. You and I were watching it together, and um, I loved watching that. And just, yeah. it was so tense, because you yeah. were sure and great the casting. shit was coming her way. Because just when they pan over to it, and you're looking at all of them, and go, oh, yeah, Ooh. this could be bad. <laughs> this could yeah. be bad. But there wasn't a one that I wanted to tangle with. <laughs> but it's a wonderful example of visual storytelling. Yeah. Because yep. they don't need to say a word, but their mm. message has been sent. Mm. We stand with you. You know, at you, least for the time being. At least for the yeah. time being, you took her down. We wanted to see her go too, or at the very least, we yeah. know not to cross you. Mm-hmm. Right? We're not going to try anything. I had a question about uh, Penny when they were in lockdown, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she says, "You know what's, what's going on," about, yeah. and then the guard says, "You know the rules." Mm-hmm. So my question is: Was she just trying to get the guards' attention away? Just misdirection. From mm-hmm. yeah. Just misdirection. Yeah, I just took it as misdirection. Or was it like you know information for us that during lockdown you don't talk? It's. Nah. I mean, it's both. Uh, it's, I didn't think we even needed that because by everybody just hitting the floor and shutting up, I would. You know, I, yeah. I didn't. I, yeah, to I me, thought, it was all misdirection. Yeah, I, I, I thought the beat was just getting the blood off and yeah. you know the communication of her mm-hmm. looking out for Ava and you know so. so She's basically Ava's right hand girl. I'm surprised that the uh, the blood on the neighbor's bed didn't come back to bite them. You know, well, she, there's a right. whole thing. Is like, first of all, uh, why did she not have blood on her shirt? I mean, there, I don't oh, know. Should yeah. we get into this? Because if we don't, uh, I know that we're going to get a note about yeah, it. Yeah. So when Ava shivved Judith, she was wearing a long sleeve thermal yep. and uh, the khaki top. Which she took off. So she took off her khaki top. She still ha- she had blood on that, and yeah. she blood had blood on her thermal. Right. Today, right. when we see her in the bathroom, she's got a short sleeved t shirt yeah. underneath the a khaki. clean yeah. khaki. Yeah. So. That's because Penny brought them. Penny brought the fresh clothes. Right. But and why she, do you put them on before, before your hands clean. are clean? So there you go. So mm. you there's, know a, there's a little continuity <laughs> issue. When you're in a hurry, mistakes are made. Well, <laughs> yeah. I was just surprised. The key thing, and you missed yeah. that? Well, the key thing on that is I mean, just imagine you're traveling from one place in the prison to another yes. and you're covered in blood. Yes. Mm-hmm. You want to get the most off that you probably can and you can probably hide some of hide the, rest the of other it. Uh, mm-hmm. of it and, right. or get as much off as you can and then, you, you know. know. And there's a time factor. If she just throws her hands over her head and Penny pulls the stuff over her, you know. The only blood is on the inside. You can't see it. It's not seeping through. She washes her hand and everything's fine. And now I'm the queen bee. There we go. (laughs) Excused. (laughs) 
like it's like you know blood and the pain on the inside. It yeah. all it's all there. It's just you can't see it. Right. And, can't see and it. luckily okay. for Ava, it's the washable blood, so it comes yeah, right there out. There you see? go. It doesn't yeah. stay. But if you have Penny bringing a towel anyway, why doesn't she just bring the clothes to her? Because. Uh, all right, moving on. Because. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what do we think though about Ava now being the queen bee? Well, she was obviously surprised. Oh yeah, clearly. Um, She's gonna have to go on a diet too, because getting that much ice cream. Well, it's true. But what I liked most about it, uh, besides Tamara's withering stare at that joke, <laughs> is uh, I want to see what what Ava does with a bit of power. I mean, even when she was in charge of Audrey's, yeah. she was still sharing that with the compassionate Boy. madam. Yeah. Right, she was mm-hmm. the compassionate madam. She got harsh every once in a while. Yeah, with a shotgun. That right. was great. You know, um, and you know, she slapped up uh, Ellen May back yeah. in season three when uh, when she wasn't paying attention, mm-hmm. when she was mouthing off. Mm-hmm. But this is her in a prison environment where they're all looking to her to make decisions and they're going to be some yeah. harsh decisions. Because nature abhors a vacuum, and once Judith is out of the way, someone they're, will think, they're, they're also looking to, to her to supply some heroin, yeah. which, mm-hmm. um, you know, if Boyd doesn't know where the heroin is, that, that might be a hard well, pull. Well, Jimmy made another. a promise. That's right. right. He'd take care of it. That he yeah. would take care of it, he would give whatever. the nurse whatever but she so needed. so far, no one's been able to get a hold of this heroin, and the half that they did have went to Raylan. So someone's well, no, got to find this heroin. They have they have. Jim's got I it. know, but what I'm saying is someone's got to find this heroin and start delivering it to this jail. Right. Or I see what her, you're saying. her reign of queendom is going <laughs> to be short-lived. short-lived yeah. Yes. So then it puts her in in an even more dangerous yeah. position. Yeah. Is uh, you know now she has lots of eyes watching yeah. her, lots of people depending on her. Any one of them could cross her if things go poorly. Yeah, it's a very uneasy alliance. She has no protection. When Judith was around, at least she had what protection Judith was willing yeah. to offer. And let's face it, this season, every time she gets a little bit <laughs> forward, it goes boom, to yeah, hell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, is there going to be any more blood in the prison? Can you? Can you uh, there's always blood. In okay. Prison, but, <laughs> you know, someone, someone, I can guarantee you that someone's probably going to get shot. There's going to be blood, and Boyd's going to talk a lot. <laughs> I like all of these things. Yeah. There's one more thing, though, about Ava. Um, she said she didn't like the deal changing all the time. Right. Well, I'm guessing the deal's going to change at least once more now that she's Queen Bee. Mm-hmm. Well, or, you know, that's part of her, what, what is her perceived security is that now I'm in charge, the deal's not going to change. Because I'm the one who's going but to be But she needs dictated. the nurse. It'll be yeah, interesting exactly. to see how that happens. Well, how else is she going to get the stuff in here without right. the nurse? Yeah, because ultimately she is still a prisoner. Yeah. Yes. Right. I can't remember the nurse's so, name. So, you know, I just wonder if there's going to be a few Rowena more hits. Or Ro- Rowena, yeah. I think so. Rowena. Rowena. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Rowena still ultimately has all the power unless... I, I don't know. I don't, Rowena could die. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is like if Ava has Rowena taken out... Granted, it would give her more pa- more power, more leverage within the prison because now you got to still now you got to get somebody now you got to get a new connect yeah, and do all that and and that's just such a hassle. Messy. It's hard to get yeah, people. It's a hassle. It is. It's it hard is. to find good, good help. People. You got to go through. You got to go through the interviewing. You got to get all the paperwork. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, okay. Speaking of Ava, so Ava got her little promotion, so to speak. Let's go to Rachel real quick. Just Rachel gets was, promoted. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. Uh, Erica hey. was mentioning. She told us to keep you know keep our eyes open for that. Yeah. Right. Well, she, and. She also mentioned, I'm pretty sure she said episode 12, She Rachel was going to kick some ass. Ooh. 
Great. Right? Yeah. I'm so pretty that's sure that's week. what she said, mm-hmm. Erica said, when she was here. So, um, and you know, us included, the fans really love Tim and Rachel. And so when they get, you know, storylines, the, I mean, you know, because we all love all the other main yeah. characters, but when they come up and we get to see them do their things, everybody is just so excited about that. And I read about it on the message boards and we've talked about it a lot. Yeah. So it's pretty. Yeah, and Jacob and, and Erica are just so they're so, so talented actresses and actors and actors. It's just uh, when they have their moments, it's mm-hmm. it's great. And, and I think that uh, uh, Jacob last season he was really great because he had his whole thing yes. with Colton, yes. which yeah. was really uh, and Eric. And I think that you know when they have their individual scenes with with uh, with Raylan, I think that that's, that really brings out a lot of what Raylan is because they're, they're a different dynamic. Whereas yes. with Rachel really is kind of like. The more the mother figure, and so you yeah. got to be sticking to it and everything. But on the back, she's also there to support him. I mean, she's kind of there to give him a check, but also it's like, you know, I, I know that you do a good job, but, you know, you kind of have to s- play by the rules a little bit more. Right. Yeah, that, that's that's why I love seeing Tim and, and, and yeah. Rachel, because it is the family. And we, I don't right. know where I don't know where um, Raylan is unless he's back to family, and you know we get that clearing out. Otherwise, he's just being you know Raylan out on out in the wild, crime right. patrol. What I like most about this move, I mean, it's it's twofold. One, when they're at the hospital, Rachel's the one who pulls them aside and is like, "Let's figure this out." Yes. she's already being the boss. Yes. you know, uh, back in season four, back in last season, when Art was talking about yeah. retirement. Uh, with the his contemporary who was sizing him up, you know, he's like, who am I supposed to promote? And Rachel, you know, was still, he, I think he at the time said, like, that she tries too hard. I can't remember what, what his complaint was. But I like that she's in charge because it calls back to her conversations with Raylan this season, earlier in the season, when he's, you know, being incredibly difficult. And she's like, you know, you could just share with me, you ass. And frankly, <laughs> if you're not, then you obviously did something really bad. Yeah, yeah, because you know? yeah, she is there to support him, right. do the job, and you know, and to as, warn him. Yeah, because that's as, what she did in in the hallway right there. Mm-hmm. Exactly, some, it's somebody else's call. Yeah. You know, don't go railing on us. But now she's the one in charge. She yeah. has to make all the decisions. You can see the trepidation in her eyes. Yeah. She's stunned. She's pleased, but then she's also. You know, what a horrible time to get this opportunity, and I don't know if I'm up to it. And now she has to wrangle Raylan, Mm -hmm. and I can't imagine how difficult that's going to be. Yeah, but it's great because she also knows his plays. That's true. So She's been on the ground with him more than Art. Well, you put Tim right on his hip and, Mm -hmm. you know, ask Tim to... (laughs) <laughs> to bring him in, but that uh, but that's not necessarily going to yeah, work because he was the one trying to convince to him to go off the reservation. Got, I know, you know. Um, and I love the moment where where Tim's like, you know, come on, we should get this guy. Art would do it for us, and Rayon's like, yes. you. Uh, I obviously, yeah. I know. I think I know him better than you. Okay, yeah. let's talk about that exactly because they made a big point of that. What was your feeling on that? What was everybody's idea of what Raylan meant? Well, I mean, it's pretty obvious. It's like it's his reaction to the things that Raylan has done to what happened on the tarmac. You know, Art obviously understood why Raylan so, did it. Yeah, but are you but saying he that, that he, he says, okay, so you don't know Art as well as I do. So, first of all, this is kind of a shitty thing to say to your friend. It is <laughs> but, really shitty. Yeah. But is he, because he's saying that Art doesn't want me to go out there and take care of this guy. He wouldn't he, want us to break the law. He wouldn't want us yeah, to. Yeah, but you don't. I, 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 it just felt sad to me. Just mm-hmm. you know, that's how far apart. You know, I mean, here's here's Tim saying Art would do it for us, and it's like, no, I I know a side that you don't know, and and not only does he have to keep that 
personal. I mean, that again, it's family, and you, there's parts mm. of family you don't get to talk about, mm. and just the, how far apart they were, and and to have him carry that, it was yeah. just seemed so. It's the Sad. it's the dialogue equivalent of a heavy sigh, yeah. of just like uh, like just you know, I wish we could, yeah. but th- he wouldn't want that, right? He wouldn't want that. Well, it's That's, also it's uh, also a callback to the tarmac deal, which is basically you know Art knew the situation that Raylan was in, which is right. you know here's a guy who's trying to kill my wife and family. And the only real way to take care of the situation is to do what I did. We all know that. We all know that I, mm-hmm. what I did was wrong. But seriously, what did you want me to do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what I didn't. The yeah, I didn't. And without saying it, it's like I didn't physically pull the trigger on this guy. Right. But it, I took care of a situation that needed to be taken care of. But Art's got to be like, it's not done by mm-hmm. the book, and I'm not going to cross that line. But Hence the you know. punch in the face in the bar. Yeah, but right. when you go back to you know season two when. You know, Raylan goes down to Harlan mm-hmm. uh, to confront Mags in that whole situation and get Loretta back. His backup was Art because he's going to be yeah. there and he's going to back up his team and whatever. But it was all done by the book. It's like, here's a guy pointing a gun at me. Bang, let's all shoot him and, mm-hmm. and it's all good. But it's that line that you don't cross as a lawman because then once, you're, once you've crossed it, you've crossed into an area that you can't come back from. Right. Mm-hmm. Once you're hunting someone yeah. down to kill him. Either, how do you come back from that? Yeah, and and again, it, it really comes back to you know the the, the name of the show, justified. It's like, yeah. what is your justification for doing something? And once you come across that line of you know, it's like we're not vigilantes. We're not. We're our job is to go down and catch this guy and bring him to justice and do whatever and make sure that it's the right guy, mm-hmm. not just kind of go rogue and go after you know the bad guy because he's a bad guy and you know whatever. So I think that that's Raylan now has that realization from dealing with art in this whole situation, which is there is a very firm line of what is right and wrong and what you can and can't do. And it doesn't, and it means you can't jump in your car and go down and, you know, pull this guy out of the woods and just get him and hope that, you know, I get a chance. He pulls a gun on me so I can shoot him. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But that's what I love about that, that storyline. There's, it's so layered. There's so many different things going on. I mean, you know, Rayland is who he is. I can understand Art being upset that, you know, you didn't go by the book, but it's like, it's, it's a, the frog and the scorpion. I, I, of course I stung you. I'm a scorpion, you know? It's like, of course I didn't go by the book. I'm Raylan. But see, what I love most about it is it's definitely, this whole thing has definitely affected Raylan in a deep way yeah. from how he handles Daryl at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm jumping ahead. No, no, that's okay. Um, that's what I was wanted the conversation to lead into that. Right. But he says, you know, you know what, Daryl? I ain't gonna kill you. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna I'm gonna take this web of shit that you've woven for yourself, and I'm going to strangle you with it. I'm going to bring it down around you until it strangles you. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's learning. He, I'm not gonna say he has learned his lesson because that's. I mean, that's just no, no. But he, he's just killing him a different way, right? Out of respect <laughs> for right. art, he's taking a different route. He's at least trying, yeah, yeah. right. He's doing his very best. Well, because I think he knows that whatever he does is, you know, in a bigger world tied to art. And it's like, would art want me to do this? And it's like, if you know, when he, everyone's praying, it's when art wakes up. What do I say? I went down and yeah. sh- killed this guy. I and it's like, yeah, that's you know, I now that's on art because it's like mm-hmm. you know, and 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 he knows specifically that's not something. Art would want. Mm-hmm. I love that scene, though. Yeah, just in that elevator and watching it close on Daryl's face. It's just and, ah, and Michael Rappaport nice. is just yeah, killing great, it. Like he his, is. like it's not. He he does this nonchalant thing that's just mm-hmm. so beautiful 
and uh, and just so just like smarmy, and you just want to kick yeah. him. But at the same time, he is also playing the grief. It's not it's not completely flippant. It's um it's the most tired I think we've ever seen his patter. Right. You know well, I mean? And we also got to see what family values are to him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> let the nephew take the fall. It'll right, only be a few gonna years. He's only going to go to juvie for yeah. a few years. Yeah, and he needs time. Toughen him up. Toughen him up. Yeah. yeah, boy needs a little toughen up. You know, it's, it's, I, I, I always, in the back of my head, I'm always thinking about, I think of the interview he did, um, he was concerned that he couldn't get the accent right. Mm-hmm. Michael Rappaport, yeah. you mean? Mm-hmm. It's like I'm listening to him and go, it's, it's hard to remember that it's an affection because... He's so good with that accent. It's yeah. so fun. I don't know I don't if it's mean, accurate. I don't either, and I don't care. He's because very his character is so yeah, fun and But clear. here's here's my question for the room: uh, Are we sure that that Daryl did it and not and not Kendall? Yeah. Well, I don't think it was Kendall. Okay. Because his story didn't work. Yeah, story didn't. No, it's not Kendall. Now, whether it was Daryl or not, but I'm I'm sure it's not Kendall. Okay. Right. But who's yeah. left? The the Wendy. Yeah, it Wendy? wasn't Wendy. So. It but then it, I, I, we'll, I hope we'll find out next week. Do we? I, I don't know, do we know anybody that could help us out on that? Uh, <laughs> 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 no, yeah, do this episode. Dewey's I mean, still it, running. Obviously, it could have been Kendall. I don't. I, I, did, I don't think that. And I mean, they'd have to do a heck of a lot of explaining uh, to be. That was that was just really good shooting for Kendall. Yeah, I mean, that it was too. Just not, it was just confident. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. And it's it's so sad. He's the season's sacrificial yeah. lamb. I mean, we've been yeah. we've seen it coming for it was a while. Dewey for a while, but then yeah, Kendall took over. Right. You know. Well, for a while, I thought, man, Kendall is going to wind up dead. Mm. Kendall's going to wind up dead, and now this is almost worse. Yeah, because he's right? going to end up with Daryl. He's not. He's going to yeah. He's going to end up becoming yeah. a, a proper crow. Right. Through and through, when he had there was hope there for a hot right. second that he was going to get out, and now his whole life is ruined. Because of this blood pact with Uncle Daryl, never do never do drug uh, blood, blood pact. Never do never Don't. do drugs or, or blood, blood packs. Exactly, yes. never do either one. Um, one of the things I just wanted to touch on was Boyd and how he's going darker. You know, okay. he's he's just he's getting dead serious about everything at this point. You well, know, last so we're week always we were talking about how he looks so tired and exhausted and and horrible and then so you think that There's, all that's gone to frustration and anger and yeah darkness. and the you know the his charm even mm-hmm. still has that darkness to it and mm-hmm. it's you know oh she speaks mm-hmm. and there was just mm-hmm. that edge of you know i will kill you as opposed to oh she speaks and i may want to sleep with you which is how he usually oh. does it okay. you know? <laughs> i mean his, that's how his charm goes and sure. his it's it's a subtle shift in how walton goggins is portraying it and you know everything else as well but he's i just i just love seeing him going back into what we know boyd really is yeah. but like uh, that what bothered me the most honestly was his scene with terry and the fact that oh, he yeah. didn't immediately dismiss outright her advances. And I'm well, like, don't tell me that's temptation. Tell me he's trying to formulate the thought of no. I, no, I, I think it goes right back to what he said a couple episodes prior. And, and, and to be blunt about it, pussy's a powerful thing. But that's right. He said yeah. so. Plus, she does but, that pop rock thing. You, you got to be curious. The, no candy. one could like that. Yeah. No one could like that. It sounds like the most painful, stupid thing. It wouldn't be in the script if it wasn't true. There you go. I'm not saying that no one's done it. I'm saying it can't be fun. 
Well, you know, really? So, how would you know? How, how I don't you... know from experience. Okay, that's my but point. I just know what they do to your mouth, <laughs> and they friggin' pop. Oh my gosh! I'm just saying. All right, I'm, I'm sure we'll get some comments on well, that. Certainly, pop, the pop rocks and pineapple juice. There it's you a, go. A, okay, yeah. there you Prim- go. Priming for a good evening. Okay, there you go. There you go. There, and that, that oh. sounds like someone speaking from experience. Oh. So, before we go any further, we have to because we have to get going. Uh, uh, yes. Talk about iTunes Our comments and iTunes. Yes, um, yeah. so we we really appreciate your support here at AfterBuzz TV. We put out over seventy hours of quality content a week. It's a crazy, huge undertaking. It's all available for free, and we, we deeply appreciate. All of your support, all of our viewers and listeners. Uh, the best way that you could support our network is to go to iTunes, rate, review the shows that you watch. Uh, it only takes a second. It doesn't cost a dime. And it legitimately helps us get sponsors, helps us get great guests like Dave. It, it, it legitimately helps keep the lights on. So we thank you. We have a new review from Rogue9A. What up, Rogue9A? Awesome podcast. Five stars. This is a great podcast with great hosts that really get down to the nitty-gritty of the show. And, and they have great guests. There you go. Yay. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if you want to support the show, please go to iTunes, rate, review. It really does help everybody here. Um, I have a couple of comments that um, came from our YouTube listeners. Ben Hamill, who's oh, uh, yes, ben. often comments on the show, he says, I'd like to ask your thoughts on something. Is Justified a Western? I'm only asking mm. because I got into a little debate with someone who pretty much called me an idiot because I thought Justified was a modern Western. And so, and I, I answered him, I said, a couple people answered, and I answered him, and I said, I should talk about this on the podcast, but that's a mm. week away, and I don't yeah. want to. Um, but I, I, I cut and pasted an interview with Elmore Leonard and Graham, Graham Yost yeah. talking about... Um, you know, Lonesome Dove and My Darling Clementine and um, the hat and the gun making it's it's the hat, the bat and the gu- badge and the gun yeah. that make it look like a Western. Um, so anyway, you can you can look at those comments on YouTube. They're interesting. But wait, um, wait, do you have any of that? I remember that in, the, you, in the first or second season, it was referred to as a neo Western mm-hmm. in a few interviews. And I've always liked that moniker. Mm-hmm. It's not quite a Western, but it wears its trappings on its sleeve. Yeah. Right. Well, and Elmore Leonard is partly known for writing his westerns, mm-hmm. so obviously and, that's an element to it. And his crime dramas, and the, these, right, and, the blend. Right, and and in the media, pretty much everyone refers to Justified as a modern western or something yeah. like that. But so Graham Yost says, yes, I would say that when we were developing the series and shooting the pilot, and even after, we never used the W word, being western. We never wanted to say that this was a modern western. We're okay with it now because that's mm. the reality. Right. It really is a modern western. Well, I, I think one of the reasons why they didn't want to use that is people get afraid of it. Yeah, yeah, and it, it, it confines you, and yeah, it pigeonholes and you, and, and people have yeah. definitions for what that means, so well, did you want to comment yeah, well, on that, Dave? I, I think it has a lot of the iconography of mm-hmm. Westerns, but mm-hmm. also more about, it's more about the themes. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the other shows I design is called Longmire, mm-hmm. uh, which is a, oh, yeah. a similar show. It's a great show, with, by the way. Which is also very Western, yeah. but it's more mm-hmm. of the idea of the the lawman who, and how he exacts his law and the kind of the good ba- guys and bad guys and the whole idea that he's out and this is what, how he goes about his thing. So if, if you took a script from Justified and you put it in the Old West and whatever, you could do a lot of the same things. And it's more of that type of show, mm-hmm. uh, less about, uh, you know, and there's some class structure of things, but it's more about the, the lone gunman. The right. lone lawman. Right. And I think that that's, right. you know, regardless of if he's wearing a hat or, or not, yeah. which... Uh, you know, it, it, but it's that thing. It, it just has that look and that feel. But I think there's a whole 
new trend in TV that's the the urban underbelly type of show, whether it's uh, you know Breaking Bad or True Detective or Justified. It's all kind of taking. It's not the the pretty side of America. It's all the the grungy, dirtier side, and that's kind of I think. Uh, the new genre that's, that's really presenting itself mm-hmm. that I think it's exci- pretty exciting. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also told Ben that his friend is rude to call him an idiot for having an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was an idiotic opinion. Yeah. Um, one other thing that I just wanted to, to bring out. because uh, No, it was, of course you're kidding. Um, so w- one person said, and I think this is to us, and I know we have very little time, so we'll just, but, but this person said, stop trying to read something in positive into rape apologetics. Albert didn't love Ava. He tried to rape her. The show really dropped on that one. Hmm. Any comments on that? I mean, I, I think it was a pretty harsh statement to make, but... Um, I don't really understand the I, that's exactly okay. what it said. So I don't, I don't really have was, any more information. No, I don't know anybody who apologized. Well, 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 it discounts the fact that the guy's nuts. Right. So. Well, no. He, last episode we were discussing whether or not, you know, this guy actually had right. these feelings for her. Exactly. And, and whether or not that motivated what he did. Yeah. At no point did we say that he was, it was okay. right. Right. Or that this is how yeah. someone should behave if, if they love someone. It, absolutely not. And I don't think that the show, I think the show presented him as enough of a basket case correct mm-hmm. that you know it was willing to stab himself twice you know yeah. just so that no one can have her yes. i don't i don't think that the show is shying away from that i think they're presenting it in a fashion where this guy is getting you know he's going to get what he deserves and that nothing that he did was all right, yeah. right. Is, 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 i agree is, with is the comment because um uh, boyd let him go I don't really know. I'm not okay. sure. I don't know All if they're right. criticizing the show. Well, I think they're partly criticizing the show. I think they're, they may be partly criticizing us. They could also be criticizing other people who've yeah. commented on the show. Sure. But, but anyway, yeah, I think, I think Matt, you I think they're criticizing Ben. Probably Ben. <laughs> <laughs> that's, Stop. That's what I Stop. think. Stop. Don't okay. say that. Did you know, right. did you know that the, that actor who, who played the guard, he wrote The Butler? Yeah, David yes. Strong. He's an amazing Talented writer. Recount, game change. He's writing the next two Hunger Games movies. And I remember him from the Gilmore Girls. Yes. A long storied career. All right, last thoughts, anybody? Anybody? Are we doing predictions or are we moving on? Is that it? Well, that's us about the episode. <laughs> we'll have a prediction to we'll make. Do, we'll do oh, predictions no, in a second. I'm talking about last. Going nuts. That's I'm talking I'm... about last thoughts right now for the show. Oh, Anything no, else we, we want to mention? Oh, I really liked John Avnet's, you know, work. I mean, yeah, that's that kind of great. the last Absolutely. thing I wanted to say. I thought and, it was fantastic. Uh, and Danny Strong paid, played Paris's boyfriend on the Gilmore Girls. Whoa! Yes, he did. Nice pull. Yes, he did. I'm just saying. Okay, the bar said it, blowing someone up. All right, predictions. Your After Buzz TV predictions. Ooh, that's a new one. Well, that's prediction. a new one. You know what? Okay, here's my prediction. You're talking about uh, Kendall. I, I, I don't. I'm not sure Kendall gets out alive. He's going to juvie, Ooh. and there's some badness that might still be. Uh, and because I'm thinking, if that happens, that's going to be even more for Raylan to have to deal with. Because mm. he's been trying to save the kid. You know, obviously the finale, which is two episodes away, is is going to be not only closing some doors and and defining some things, but also, thank you, resolving, but also determining what's happening next season. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens with Ava and Boyd and if there is an Ava and Boyd anymore. Yeah. Do you have, well, you want to make a prediction on that? Yes, there will. I think think there there will will. be. I think there will be. Yeah. Honestly, I'm excited about this heroine being in play. 
Um, I and bet everyone, you are. I am. I'm, heroin makes me very <laughs> excited. Uh, but what makes me even more excited is uh, the scene in the in the next time on package yes. that shows Boyd coming down to the marshal's office, yeah. basically yes. putting himself out in the open. You know, trying to lure Daryl in. It, everyone's trying to get Daryl. Yes. And I'm very very excited as that net continues to tighten. Yes. Daryl's dead. I, I agree think, with you I still, on that. I, I think, think Daryl's dead. I still, I'm going to hold to the prediction that Dewey somehow is going to die. I don't know. They didn't yeah. have me in, in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I'm going to disagree. I don't think Kendall is going to die. I don't think And he I don't is think either. he's going to Juvie. Okay. And I would like to know what Dave's predictions are. <laughs> <laughs> I predict there's going to be some blood. Oh, yeah, for God's some, sake. Someone's going to get shot. And, and, and uh, Boyd's going to have a lot. And Boyd's hair is going to look phenomenal. <laughs> Great. <laughs> There you Thank go. Thank you for being with us again Thank this you, week. Yeah. So it's addictive now. Check out Longmire, by the way. He's working Longmire. is fabulous as well. I mean, it's got a great look to it. I love Thank that you. thing. And so we're not nice. going to talk about where he came from, but he came from a very interesting meeting before he got here today, Ooh. but we can't talk about it. Can't talk about it. No. I hate those conversations. Yeah. You just stand there looking at each other. All right, yeah. we, we got to close it out. Where can they find you, Dave? Uh, you can find me on, at uh, Blackhawk Design at uh, Twitter. On Twitter, yeah. Nice. Okay. Um, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Matt Lieberman, M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. You can find all my videos for AfterBuzz, Sketches, and SourceFed on my YouTube page. There you go. Uh, bottomly Steven, and check out Bandcamp, Bears and You. Uh, at Tamara Berg on Twitter. Also, my website is TamaraCentral.com. And you will find me here with everybody else next week. Thanks for listening. Yeah. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. Apple pie. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.